This is Molly Livingstone on Jewish Coffee House Comedy Podcast. On today's show, we have an interview with Elaine Boosler. She is a comedian, writer, animal activist, so well known in the business. She's been around, not to make her sound old, but forever with such respect. And what she brought to this show, unbelievable. This is actually her first time in Israel, even though she talks about that she is Jewish. You must listen to this act and her interview. Just one of the best uh, of all time, a legend and pioneer uh, in the business. Please put your hands together and welcome Elaine Boosley. Here she's with Elaine. monster and a pioneer. It's true, I actually led Lewis and Clark across the Northwest Passage many years ago. My name was Sacagawea then, but I changed it for show business because it was too Jewish. <laughs> Thanks for coming out tonight. This is uh, amazing. Are you having fun? Enjoying? So good, and, and it's my first time as well in Israel, and uh, well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We did the uh, tunnel tours today, which was fascinating. We were in the old city and the, all the different quarters, and comics don't get up at 7 a.m., and we did, so I may be tongue-tied on a few jokes, but um, just, just we're so overwhelmed with everything in the tunnels, and two million years ago, and dinosaurs were coming through, and <laughs> I've never felt so young in my entire life. <laughs> but my friend said to me, when you get off the plane in Israel, you will feel it. You will know, you will feel it. And I didn't know what she meant. And I got off the plane and I did feel it. And I said, my people, Nigerians. <laughs> they like it here. I wanted to know, did you Jew it up your whole shtick tonight? Was it more Jewy, less Jewy? This is who you are? Is that um, offensive? No, I mean, I have so many hours of material from being so old that um, I can choose from a million things, and I kind of let the audience decide where it's going to go. If I throw a joke at and that's working well, I'll go in that direction, and if it's not, I'll just change direction. So I kind of followed them. And you're Jewish. Yes. This is your first time in Israel. Yes. And you had this amazing moment at the hotel today. And had this amazing day. And what do you think about Israel now that you're here? Well, I've always, you know, supported it, but I never knew what it really was. You can't know until you come here what it really is. And when you read the American papers, you really have this terrible view of what's going on. And then you come here and think, well, it, because everyone's of a like mind, it's just literally the, the vibe in the air is so magnificent. You just go with it and you realize this is an amazing place and you get none of that in reading newspapers in the States. You come here and you go like you're transformed. It's amazing. So Avi took us for pizza last night, and uh, I, I haven't seen pizza like this. It was little squares and then rectangles, and I said, How, what is that? And he said, we do it by weight here. You, you get the pizza by weight. He said, just tell the guy, and I said, I'm 165 pounds. <laughs> Am I too fat for the pizza? <laughs> I happen to be retaining pizza. Oh, my goodness, you gain weight, and you don't know it's coming. I didn't know. And then one day something happens to you, and you go, Oh, I think I'm fat. <laughs> so I, I got in my car. This is what happened to me. I got in my car and I had to tilt up my steering wheel. You don't understand what I'm saying to you? I had to let out my car. <laughs> so I'm reading magazines for weight loss tips and it says, if you want to lose weight, put your fork 
lockdown between each bite when you're eating your dinner. It'll slow down your dinner and you'll lose weight. Uh, I usually eat alone. Fork? <laughs> you know, I usually have peanut M&Ms for dinner. I think a fork would slow me down. <laughs> it's really uh, fabulous gaining weight when you're older because, you know, you get a superpower. You join the 50-50 club, turn 50, gain 50, you're invisible. I walk down the street, men don't see me, not even a glimmer in their eye. Sometimes I walk right up, I take their watches. If I gain 10 more pounds, I'm gonna spy for the government in Afghanistan. I'm gonna mosey into the caves, get all the information, mosey on out. Abdul, did you just see a plus-size woman in here? No, I did not. That is my watch. Plus size? What is plus size? They run out of numbers. We don't. I'm in the X's now. 1X, 2X, I'm 3X. I can't believe it. There's only two things in America that are triple X. Porn and fat lady clothes. Thank you. So I bought a disgusting DVD and this jacket. Now they're going a little smaller. They have OX. Oh, that's really nice. Excuse me, do you have this in OX? <laughs> Why are the big lady clothes so ugly? They're all animal prints. All animal prints. Do they think we want to look like a herd of zebra broke off from the pack? <laughs> Everyone in America has a gun. I'm going to get shot running for a bus. <laughs> Ted Nugent's going to kill me and put my head in his den. If it's not animal prints, it's the big wave across the bazooms. The big wave from their tsunami collection. Because these don't get big enough when we gain weight. We have to accent them with the big wave from... Oh man, I actually bought a minimizer bra. Now, I'm Jewish, I don't minimize anything. All this money for a minimizer bra, all it does is push them to the sides. Can you tell these are not my arms? And a final question, just as a woman comic. I never think in those terms. That's good. Yeah. Is that important? Is that like something you would tell other women? I just think women? you have 30 seconds to be funny and then you're off and running or not. I always say whoever can carry you out of the burning building gets to be the fireman. So if you're a woman and you can carry him out of the burning building, you're the fireman. And if you can't, then you can't be the fireman. So you have to be able to do your job, whoever you are. And, and if you don't do it well, it doesn't matter what sex you are. You have to be able to do the work. Anybody say, oh, take it away already. I can't stop eating that kale. <laughs> Where did this stuff come from? All of a sudden there's kale and we're supposed to eat it? It's packing material. You ever put dressing on kale? It slides off. I think it's leather. What do you have to have with the kale? The quinoa. Where did that come from? Quinoa, nobody knows what it is. You can't find it in the store. Ask somebody, where's the quinoa? The what? The quinoa, I'll too. <laughs> gotta have the kale, gotta have the quinoa. The whole world is gluten intolerant now. What's gluten? Did you ever hear the word gluten before people became intolerant of the gluten? <laughs> Could you have picked gluten out of a police lineup?
I was so excited to introduce her that I forgot to actually mention she was here on the tour with Comedy for Kobe. Comedy for Kobe twice a year brings over A-list comedians from the U.S. to perform throughout Israel. The money that is raised from every show goes towards the Kobe Mandel Foundation, helping victims of terror. So not only is it hilarious, but it's for a good cause. We have another interview with another comedian that was there during the tour, Tom Cotter, on the next episode of Jewish Coffee House Comedy Podcast. If you want to learn more about Comedy for Kobe, go to ComedyForKobe.com. And to listen to more of our comedy podcasts, go to JewishCoffeeHouse.com.